You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, the Phoenix Suns dominate the Utah Jazz. This is the Hoops Nerd Post Game Show. Before we get going, guys, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. You won't regret it. All right, let's talk about what happened in this game. All right, so the Suns come in. That was a nice win against the Utah Jazz team who is struggling, and the Phoenix Suns did not take it easy on them. Uh, they look fantastic to me. The Phoenix Suns have made a lot of moves this offseason, and it looks like everything's coalescing perfectly. Chris Paul and Devin Booker look like a great duo that are making each other better. But the better, but what's nice about what they've done is it's actually made all the perimeter players on the Suns, you know, just that much better. And that's what getting Chris Paul does for you is he makes everyone better on the team. So one of the things about Chris Paul that we all know is that, and sometimes it eventually makes him rub other teammates wrong, is that he expects just absolute greatness from other players. But the fact is, is that he makes them great too. His style of play is super unselfish and he makes everyone around him better. And so Devin Booker is in this perfect situation now. He's got a Hall of Fame point guard who is distributing him the ball and making all the other role players better and then they, he has, uh, you know, shooters around him. So he's got space to work. He's got all sorts of options to, to, to just score the ball. And what's nice about what's going on with them is that Devin Booker and Chris Paul haven't even necessarily played all that great this season. Their percentages aren't like elite. You look at their three-point percentage before tonight's game. Uh, Booker was shooting like 30%. Chris Paul, I think, is around 30%, if not less. But he's averaging like nine and a half assists or more. They are just making everyone better. And the role players on this team have been, you know, fantastic. Jay Crowder was a nice pickup because he brings you defensive intensity. And he's been hot to start the season. He can shoot the ball. Like, he's a hot streak guy. So you'll have times where Jay Crowder shoots like five for six in a game. And then you'll have games where he goes 0 for 4, 0 for 3. Right now, he's in his hot streak zone. So he is making them, you know, just explosive offensively right now. But other guys are shooting it really well, too. Cam Johnson who I really like and and Mikhail Bridges uh, Javon Carter's pr uh, contributing in a nice way uh, Aiton looks pretty solid it's just a nice team that has really like very few if zero weaknesses you know we'll see if Devin Booker and Chris Paul are that top tier talent that can get you over the hump in the playoffs but overall they look really nice and it looks like that Chris Paul move has been great because they're four and one. They look solid. They can score the ball. They distribute it. They pass it. They get open threes and they defend because Mikhail Bridges and, and Javon Carter and all these guys defend well. Chris Paul's not a big guy, but he's a smart defender. He's kind of like that, that John Stockton style where he gets steals. He's smart. He does the right thing and he's gritty and they're playing hard. And that's a, that's a recipe that will get you wins. And they're 4-1. and one. And it shouldn't be surprising to anybody. They are a solid, solid team that is only going to get better because they are going to... Chris Paul and Devin Booker are going to start shooting the ball even better. So don't be surprised if this Suns team is really, really good. From what we saw tonight, they're really solid. Uh, for the Utah Jazz, it was not great. And it really kind of, you know, 
Boyan Bogdanovich has been absolutely terrible this season so far, just to be honest. He had that uh, at the second half of the Oklahoma City game where it seemed like his wrist got knocked into place. That wrist fell out of place again today because he can't shoot the ball this year and he can't drive to the rim and he just looks slow and he's not passing the ball well either. And speaking of passing the ball, Donovan Mitchell these last three games has been not good. You know, he scored the last 12 against Oklahoma City and it helped him win the game. But honestly, these last three games, Utah has looked terrible. And it comes from our starting guard, Donovan Mitchell, who's playing point guard now, basically. He's the lead guy and it's not working so far. It doesn't mean it's not going to start working. But right now we can see what it looks like when it goes badly. And what it looks like right now is that ball is just not moving. You know, Donovan Mitchell knows how to score and we know what he can do. He is a he is a top tier uh, scorer in this league. He can he can score at all three levels, whether whether it's three points, uh, three point shot, whether it's pull up uh, spot up. We know that he's a better spot up shooter than he is pull up three point shooter. But in the bubble, his pull up three point shot looked fantastic. It does not look fantastic uh, right now. We know that he's got that mid range pull up game that is very vital in the playoffs. And it was super, it was super important in the playoffs against the Denver Nuggets. And then he can score at the rim. Right now, he's not doing any of those things well. And part of the reason is that he's not distributing the ball. He's not moving the ball to corner shooters. Uh, Locke tweeted something really good today. I don't know exactly. I'm paraphrasing, but he talked about how like the Suns shot made like 15 threes in this game. And I think all 15 were assisted. The Jazz had like five assists on their three-point shot. Uh, I think they might have had it around six or seven by the end of the game. But that just tells you there are not passes going out to three-point shooters. And in total, the Jazz, uh, the amount of threes taken in this game was abysmal. Like what happened to the three-point shot in preseason and that first game against against the Portland Trailblazers? I know the the Blazers' defense is terrible, but something has happened that has just dropped off. Utah, and it comes from Donovan Mitchell, who needs to pass the ball more. He, I don't care if Donovan Mitchell runs every single play for this team. If he can just pass the ball and distribute it to the shooters on this team, they will be better. But they're not getting opportunities, and there's just not a lot of spot-up threes happening for this team. And it kind of all comes down on Donovan's shoulders. He's got to be better. When Donovan is great, it's fantastic. And the scoring is phenomenal. But right now, he's looking to score first, and he's not looking to distribute. And it's hurting the team badly. Now, some of the players aren't playing well around Donovan. Boyan Bogdanovich cannot hit a shot. Tonight, he he was like 0 for 5 from 3, and he had that one air ball 3. And it's like the saddest moment in my pathetic life is watching that 3 fall to the ground, much like all my hopes and dreams in college. Just kidding sort of but anyways it's just not good right now for the jazz and it's it's it stems from donovan not distributing the ball and you can tell this lack of confidence and continuity this team has on the offensive end defensively rudy gobert is the only reason this team is even close in these games his defense has been phenomenal and it is something that is keeping them in these games and giving them a chance to win the only reason they won that oklahoma city game and the only reason why donovan's last 12 points had a chance to win the game for the jazz was because rudy gobert's defense is that good and he's playing phenomenal and he's playing with, you know, high character. He's not moping. He has every reason to a little bit with the way Donovan's not distributing the ball. But, you know, he's been fantastic. And the other guy that deserves a ton of credit, the only reason the Jazz were even, I mean, the fact that the Jazz brought it within five of this game is Mike Conley. He's been fantastic. He's played so well. He's been the offensive bright spot for this Jazz team because his ability to just shoot the ball and distribute has been great. 
outside of Mike Conley, not a lot to be excited about. Jordan Clarkson has been phenomenal this season, but tonight, because a stupid ref can't get out of the way of the play, he got knocked out of the game mentally, it seemed like. Like, once once he ran into that ref, it was over, because then he calls a tee on Clarkson, and you could tell from that point on to the end of the game, he was just mentally checked out. And it's not his fault. A stupid referee needs to get out of the way. Why is the stupid ref on the court? Stop running on the court. You are not part of the play. Get off the court. You should be on the outside of the line. All right? No ref needs to be that close to the play. That's laziness. And then for that ref to call a tech on Jordan Clarkson after him shoving him out of his way, because guess what? Get out of his way. You know? What a moron. If you're that dumb as a ref, you should not compound your stupid mistake by calling a technical. This is two times now that this has happened where refs have ruined a play for the Utah Jazz. Guess what? Last game against Oklahoma City, a one-possession game. A stupid idiot ref is in the play, and not, and the ball gets knocked out of, out of bounds. That's a one-possession game that Donovan Mitchell had to make that shot. If a dumb moron ref doesn't get in the way of the play, then Utah's able to to probably win that game a little bit easier. Or, you know, if, if Donovan Mitchell doesn't make that shot, that stupid ref cost them that game. And this didn't cost them this game because the Jazz played like putrid garbage, like the juice at the bottom of a dumpster. But it certainly knocked Jordan Clarkson out of the game. And because the offense this season for Utah has been so bad the last three games, Jordan Clarkson's been absolutely vital. And so having a Jordan Clarkson knocked out of the game for Utah mentally ruined them this game. I mean, it didn't ruin the game, but it really made it just impossible on top of a bunch of other things going on to win this game. So that sucks. Get out of the way, you stupid refs. That's twice you've done this to the Jazz now in four games. That's two possessions that the Jazz have lost because of referees. And in fact, you could argue it's three because of the, st the technical foul they called and the points they're giving to the opposing team. So stupid. Stay off the court. Monty McCutcheon, are you listening? Get your stupid refs off the court. It's, mo it's moronic. Don't do it. It's bad. Uh, anyways, rough night for the Jazz. The Suns look fantastic. Guys, like and subscribe to the channel. I appreciate all of you. You're amazing. It's a tough loss. It hurts my heart. I will talk to you later.